Welcome back to the Company of One podcast. This is episode number 198, Creating Online Businesses. So our focus today is going to be uh, looking at online businesses, things that you can do cheap, that you can do easy, ways to get started. There's so many things out there I'm seeing about creating online businesses, which are awesome, but they sometimes they're complex, as business can become. And what I want to focus on today uh, as we jump into this webinar we did is how do you start an online business with practically no money? How can you start now with things that you already have, talents that you already have without overthinking it? The concept, the idea here is to get started. So I'm walking people through the steps to just make something happen. It's just so critical to start getting experience in these ideas. So we're going to jump in here and we're going to jump into webinar. And just warning, I am doing some show and tell. The video is going to be at dalecallahan.com slash 198. But for the most part, you can hear this. You can get the general idea. I will be doing demos here of setting up something on Fiverr and Etsy. Uh, and that, well, you won't be able to see that, but you can imagine pretty much what it is. And if you need more detail, go jump into the video. So let's just jump into the webinar right now. Uh, now I'd like to introduce our speaker. He is the author of Resumes Are Worthless. He's also the director of the IEM program, IEM program at UAB. Um, he is one of those business thinkers that I sort of think thinks outside the box. Uh, he's very original. I've actually attended um, a few of his classes and I'm a big fan of his. Uh, so we're very lucky to have him. And I'll just turn over to Dr. Dell Callahan. Awesome. Thank you so much, Bryce. And uh, it's, it's good to be here uh, to be doing the webinar uh, from the from this business library. I guess that's what you guys are part of So over at Hoover. So I'm going to jump over here and do a screen share. And uh, you guys keep me honest. I should be sharing. Uh, I want to actually share the, the correct thing. So. You should be seeing now at this point a um, make money online. Keep me honest, Bryce. Can you see that? Looks like we can. All right. Um, okay. So we should be seeing a screen here that says uh, make money online. And if you can't see that, if you'll uh, let us know, comment or something like that. Uh, so let me give you a little bit of an introduction or ways to contact me. I know, it, I think if you're watching this on YouTube or Facebook, that they're monitoring that best I can tell. But just in case uh, that that bottom thing there is an email address, I've got that open too. And uh, as we get into comments, I think they're telling us at the library, we're going to do comments at the end. So or questions and comments at the end. So we'll go with that. Um, but throw them in any time. And if we can fit them in, I guess we'll uh, we'll do that. Uh, I'll show you the screen here in the end also. So today, what we want to talk about is um, is actually what it is that you are trying to do to make money online. So I'm, I'm interested, anybody that uh, can comment, uh, you know, if you have something that of what you want to do, or you maybe you don't know what to do and you're trying to figure that out. I would like, love to hear from what that is in any way we can comment. And uh, I'll see if I have access to see that here. 
Let me pull this over here out of the way so I can do that. Um, so um, I'm going to let you guys jump in there and say anything that you have to say, at least if you can, because uh, I'm not sure I see everything, but we'll see that in the end. But uh, it's always interesting to see. So I, I work with a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of people that are starting companies um, everywhere from really tiny things to big giant things. Uh, so I'm always interested to hear and I hear a lot of crazy ideas. So if you think your idea is crazy, well, maybe I'll show you some that will uh, help you out. Uh, so today, what we want to do, well, here's a little bit, as Bryce said, about me. So uh, so I am a professor of engineering at the University of Alabama at Birmingham. Uh, we run an executive master's program. And uh, in that, I, one of the things I'm doing is working with professionals. And they come in and they want something extra, extra income. They want a way out of corporate America. There's all kinds of things. So we've been doing this for many, many years now, helping them do uh, these kind of things. I also own a business. This business right here uh, was uh, founded by me and my wife and uh, our daughters and uh, this was kind of an accidental business, but it is online and it's been an online e-commerce business for years, uh, as well as there's some other elements to it uh, that are not just e-commerce. So <laughs> we've been doing this for 10 years and I've had many coaching clients that have been doing this. Um, and, and, and when I said many, I was trying to look up how many. So I don't know if it's like 10 or a thousand or. I got no idea. I, you know, it's hard to keep up after a while, uh, but lots of people who've tried lots of different things. Uh, so what I want to talk about today, though, what I think is going to be in the space of what you're here for, and you can correct me if I'm wrong and we'll veer off if we are. But we uh, what I mean by online business, here's an Etsy store. So an Etsy store is online business. One of the things I want to focus on today is how to get started. You can get really complicated in some of these things, uh, and we'll show you some more complicated things, but um, this is something that you can start. We'll actually show you how to start that tonight if you haven't done that. Or if you look inside of our store, so this is uh, the store that we're selling our products, and um, it's more complicated. It's a, it's a lot of moving parts. There's money to spend. There's stuff here that we don't, I don't really want to get into that today uh, in, unless we just need to. So uh, I'm going to jump. And if you have any thoughts about what you're looking for, I would love to hear. Um, so, and I'm just notice, noticing in the comments, uh, some people are saying extra money for retirement, online boutique, boutique. I don't think I said that right, but Y'all can correct my English later. So, uh, so, uh, and uh, I can't see all the other comments. So, anyway, so let's jump in here and let's focus on where to start and do some really simple things from a startup perspective. And let me do this one other thing. Let me blow this guy up here so we can see this better. Okay. So also, I want to focus on starting without breaking your wallet. Uh, a lot of businesses, a lot of us, especially a lot of startups, one of the mistakes that we make is we spend, we outspend. You may find it interesting, the American, uh, the typical American business uh, startup uh, fees or what it costs to start is about $7,000. And uh, in most of those cases, probably about 5000 is stupid money, uh, you know, it's 
stuff you didn't have to buy. What we're going to look at today is spending no money or, or very little. I mean, even a thousand is going to be big for this kind of stuff. So I hope that meets where you want to be. So there's four steps that we're focused on. Find an idea, find a platform, do the work and action TNT. So I'm going to just jump right in and talk about finding the idea. So I spend a lot, a lot of time talking to people about what type of business to start, whether it's online or some other kind of business, what do I uh, want to start? What do I want to do? So I'm asking you this question. How can you serve people with your gifts? So the skills that you have, the things that you have to do. Many of us are blind to our gifts. And then we start doing things like objections. And we have a ton of them like, but all the good ideas are taken. But I don't have any tech skills but I don't have anything to offer or I have no unique skills and ideas, meaning there's nothing totally new under the sun and I'm trying to invent something new under the sun. So we have all these objections, you know, why is it so hard to find something to do, to find something to sell, find a reason for people to pay us money is mostly because we overthink it. So uh, hopefully we're going to help you with overthinking it. Uh, this guy right here overthought it. <laughs> I'm making fun of him, but he uh, he overthought it for a while. But I won't, here's here's a simple example. This is Stephen, and he is an he's in our graduate program, and we were looking at entrepreneurial activities, and we're in a group of people. We're talking, and we're creating ideas. And Stephen says, "Whoops, I don't know if I'm yeah." Stephen had multiple complex ideas of how to offer consulting services to large companies. He's an engineer, this kind of thing he does. And as he was rattling off his ideas of how to make money um, from a business venture, he doesn't want to quit his day job. He wants side gig money, as we would call it. And he he was he had some ideas that was kind of hard for me to wrap my head around. Right. Where do we get started with this? Where do we uh, they sounded like they were going to cost a lot of money. And then he said. Well, you know, I, I have one other crazy idea, but it's kind of too silly. And of course, the when he said that, everybody in the group says, no, we got to hear it. Uh, tell us your silly idea. And he starts telling us about his little girls. He has three little girls and they had pitched this idea. They have he has three girls and his wife, all of them with long hair. And these little things, if you don't know what they are, are scrunchies. And these things go in your hair for ponytails and so forth that. I'm not sure I said that right, but they go in your hair. How about that? And so he says, there's constantly all over the house. I'm constantly looking for them. So my daughter was taking the scrunchies because we were always telling her, keep up with your scrunchies because we were having to buy new ones and was putting them on her little stuffed animal and was telling me, dad, we could sell these. Uh, so he thought that was idea. So everybody in the group loved this idea. And hence they started scrunchy pals. So we see his three daughters here with these little uh, stuffed animals. And um, you see there's the stuffed animals with scrunchies on them. I mean, kind of a simple, crazy idea. He started this right as COVID hit us. And so uh, he did this in Easter and sold them on. This is their Facebook page. They didn't even use anything to sell them except Facebook. And he said, I just didn't want to do anything but test the idea to see if I was nuts just to get moving. And that was our encouragement to him. And that's really my encouragement to you too, is just get moving. Uh, so if we, um, you know, they're now got, he, he texted me this afternoon. And so give me some scope of what he did is he spent 
about $100, I think, on the stuffed animals and on the scrunchies. So he buys these stuffed animals. He buys scrunchies. I think he put a Bible verse with it. And uh, I forget what his cost of goods sold was, but he was selling them. And I'm giving, I'm going to think at $25, but my price range rate may be uh, wrong. But they made a couple of hundred bucks, right? He's not getting rich off of this, but he got excited. And so now he's got his daughters involved in a business activity. And now they've got, uh, I think he said a thousand or so dollars worth of product ready for ship on Christmas. So they're going to be doing something different. Haven't seen what those scrunchies look like. He didn't share that. It's probably a trade secret. So we'll see. So the, the question I have for you is thinking about business ideas. What do you enjoy doing? What do you like to buy? Uh, what do others admire that you do? You know, maybe you know how to cook or woodwork or something like that. Uh, what's a simple problem that you can solve? So thinking about these kind of things, you know, uh, and again, if you have any of these things, you know, throw them out in the chats uh, or the, uh, the the different versions of chats that are out there. Uh, we'd love to hear what we're thinking through. So that's the first step is just come up with ideas, but don't overthink it. Because if you haven't done a business venture yet, the key is to start money rolling. You, It's amazing how creative you become once you start doing things. You don't think you have anything and then you start talking to customers and suddenly you become a creative maniac. The second thing we want to do is find a platform. So a platform is a tool you use to get the word out. So I think about this, Steve Jobs on stage, the news media, everybody shows up. That's his platform to get the message out about his new products and services. So you see him, and this is still what Tim Cook uh, and, and the company does today, what a lot of companies do. News media shows up. Well, that's great, but you don't have news media. Um, you don't have anything on a startup company. How do you get in front of somebody? So I'll even give you this hint. If you go out and create a website today, you got nothing. So you got nobody showing up. So using these tools. So if you think about Amazon, eBay's Craigslist, and, and there's many, many more from these, but on these places, maybe Shopify, it doesn't quite belong in this list, uh, but all these other places, people are showing up. And so these are places that you can get your message out and it's going to be easier. So think about, for, for instance, if you are creative crafts, so if you have some kind of uh, you know, anything jewelry, anything clothing, Etsy's probably a good place. It's not the only one, but it's probably the most known one. Teaching, if you if you have a skill that you can teach, Udemy is a good place to be. Services to offer, Fiverr or Upwork. Uh, reseller, where you're buying stuff and reselling, Amazon.com or eBay. And teaching, there's that pay. There's if you have a if you're a teacher and you have stuff that other teachers can use. There's a website called Teachers Pay Teachers. I had no idea that existed, but uh, some teachers that I know started using it and started selling products and services over that. Uh, and by the way, on the Amazon, and you may think, well, that's not where people make money. Um, so I was coaching a guy a couple of years ago and he had lost his job and uh, he was trying to find more work. And so I was trying to help him. And I ran into him in Panera Bread one day and I said, man, hey, man, have you got a job yet? And he said, no, I felt kind of bad because, you know, I was helping him. And he says, but you don't understand. 
I, I started selling that stuff on eBay that you and I talked about. And then I was sold more and more and more and more. And I just got back from China. <laughs> now this was a year or so ago, so it probably didn't happen recently, but I just got back from China and uh, I'm now buying goods directly from China and selling them. Now his business model has changed clearly now, but he was now became a big seller. And his comment to me was, I'm never going back to work. This is my job now. So, um, so he was using these two platforms, eBay and Amazon as, as his store, uh, so to speak. So why these platforms though, they're cheap or free for the most part to get started and no tech skills required. So they're awesome for those. So here's the best reason though. They have the market space like we talked about. I mean, wouldn't you rather be, here's a big giant mall and you're in this little kiosk here in the middle, no matter what you are selling, there's so many people passing by, you're going to gather the attention of something. McDonald's is famous for knowing locations. They were great about finding locations. And so if McDonald's starts selling scrunchies tomorrow, they'll be the world's largest distributor of scrunchies overnight because of location and traffic. So this is what you're thinking about when you're going to Amazon or Etsy or some of these stores, locations and traffic. People are showing up as opposed to this guy. He has a store and a business. Unfortunately, nobody's showing up. So a lot of people, what they're doing is they're just going out and creating websites and they're hoping people show up and hope is not a strategy. Uh, it takes a lot of work, as people will tell you, uh, to get people to show up at your website, at your podcast and the various things that you got to do. And it takes time uh, as opposed to the other. They show up overnight. So here's Trent and Madison. And so he's another guy that's uh, that's a client of mine. I guess, I guess indirectly, both of them have been clients of mine. But we'll, I'm, he works for this company, Disney. It's his dream job, by the way. He wanted to be a Disney engineer. So uh, we had something to do with helping him be a Disney engineer. And uh, so that's awesome. Unfortunately, this is how Disney looked uh, for a period of time over the summer. And him and his wife both worked at Disney. And and they were furloughed. And uh, he texted me and he says, I'm just figuring this is the Lord's leading me to a chance to do uh, some kind of business. And so they started doing some things. Both of them did. So this is his garage. He is a woodworker, always likes woodworking. You see the wood back there in the background. He's always building stuff and coming up with ideas. So he thought, hey, maybe. I could do some stuff and sell. Now this wasn't online. This was maybe I can just build some projects and sales. And he sends me a text message of this not too long ago and says, I sold this for $1,100. Uh, now to me, that looks like a piece of wood with uh, four legs on it. And, uh, and uh, it is, but it's, it's that aged, you know, fresh edge lumber or whatever. So it's cool. Right. So he sold this for eleven hundred dollars and he decided, OK, this was a sign. He's also made tables and stuff like this. Um, so if you look at what he's doing now, he's got two things. He's got a website and an Etsy store. So uh, just to be let's let's jump over to his Etsy. Whoops, that won't work. That will not work if I do it that way. Let's see if this will work if I do it this way. 
only if I finagle the screen. All right, so let's jump over here. All right, now you should be able to see this is Etsy. So you see his store. He's just now created his store. You see he's only got three admirers. I'm only I'm one of them. However, he's got sales now. So some of the stuff he's selling right now is local and he's seeing uh, this. And so he was he texted me earlier today and said he's got orders to work on this weekend. Um, and you see he's got some pretty um, good stuff and his chunk of money here is uh, um, I mean, the stuff sells for a good price. So while I'm here, though, I just want to show you the weirdness. I said, you know, maybe we can uh, look at some weird stuff. Uh, how do I look at my favorites here? Uh, there is a favorites button and favorite shops. All right. So this is a weird one. This is uh, my wife's nephew. I think that makes him my nephew, but um, just let's go with my wife's nephew. So he, uh, Josh, likes to do things like find roadkill. And then he sells it. That's just exactly what I said. So look at this beaver skull. He finds this beaver skull and he cleans it up and he sells it for $21. Now you want to talk about a low cost of goods sold. I think a lot of this is uh, in fact roadkill or stuff that he's found. Uh, and, and here he is. He's selling this stuff and shipping it. And look, people love it. You know, he's got comments. Uh, people like his stuff. So you see, uh, he sold, um, apparently he's not the only one selling stuff like that. So you see all kinds of crazy products out there that are for sale. And I, and I, I point this out because so many people I work with are acting as if they cannot find anything to sell. So here's his shop. Um, if I can get back to his shop. And uh, see, see in some of the things he sells. There's another one. Um, what was the other one he had? Like a possum? Yes, somebody said this was a great possum uh, head. I, I, I don't know. Here's a raccoon skull. Okay. I don't know why you want this. Uh, I don't know what you do with this, but people seem to like it. So, uh, you know, people are weird and you just you contribute to their weirdness by selling them stuff that fits what they're weird about. So anyway, that's this is Etsy. So uh, this is a great opportunity to just jump in there and throw some stuff up. Now we see Trent also has a actual um, uh, website that's here. And so he's just now getting started putting this together. Uh, but here's the here's the cool thing. He's putting this stuff together. He can build you all this stuff, but he's already building and he's already a profitable business. All this is just, OK, now I'm trying to become more profitable. And uh, and again, what was the key is he has a garage full of equipment and this is just what he does. Many people I work with, and it's just an, it's, it's shocking the number of times I see people come up and they've, they've spent a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of money building websites and all this crazy stuff. And they've done it the hard way. So I work with a lot of technology people and they will hard code websites, taking them months to do. And they think that's the way to do things. And that's just not the way to do things. So this is this is doing it on the cheap. All right. So start 
the easy way. I hope you get that message. Just start. That's the key. Etsy is a great place to do this. Um, another great place to do this, if you have a service business, is a site called Fiverr or Upwork. And again, there's tons of sites out there with lots of traffic that's already out there for you to do. So start and just start the easy way. So uh, I'm going to pull back, make sure I've got my website open here so I can note, so I'm keep up with what's going on. All right, so let's throw this over here and see if I can get back to where I was. Okay. All right, step three. What we want to do is what we call do the work. Now, I don't want to kid anybody. You know, you don't just throw a picture up on Etsy or something up on Fiverr or a course up on, on Udemy and, you know, people just start throwing you money. I mean, it could happen, but... um Things, things do happen slow. You kind of drizzle in money. So I was using Stephen as an example earlier. He's made a couple of hundred dollars. Uh, so some people, it may be a really slow move. I'll show you some in a minute. But let's just kind of go through some of this stuff. So on Etsy, for instance, to publish a listing is 20 cents, 20 cents, not $20. And uh, everything you sell makes you a uh, 5%. They take a 5%. Same with Fiverr, except Fiverr costs you nothing to post. They make a little bit of money uh, in doing that. Udemy, Udemy has a great store, but they don't. They just split revenue 50-50. If they make, if you make ten bucks, you get five, and they get five. And so I want to just uh, just pull this over here and just kind of show you. Um, and I guess I'm asking um, if if we're in the right space. So forgive me for the the uh, crazy stuff. Well, let me show you one just as a bizarre one since we said things are bizarre. So this is my daughter's site. Uh, this is the opposite example, but I just want to show you because we all think what she does is she's all about Shakespeare. So I would say, and I'm probably going to say it wrong. She's a Shakespeare historian. So she puts out a podcast and telling about the life of Shakespeare. And so she's interviewing Shakespeareans all over the world uh, that are the top Shakespeare people that I don't know the names of, but she does. And she's all excited when she talks to them. And, but she's this is her passion. It's her gift. And so she's doing it. Now, she's she's ahead of the game here of the kind of complex things because she's into the podcasting. And these things aren't heavily complex, but it's not where I would start. Where I would start is. Let's go back over here to Raccoon Boy and uh, go over here to Etsy. And I'm on my wife's Etsy store. So what we're going to do is go in. If you have an Etsy store, you can go over here and just go to Shop Manager. And we're just going to, you see here, and, and her and my sons have done an Etsy store, kind of just playing with it. They're not committed uh, This is So this, if you've ever been in Etsy, you probably have, might have seen this, but Notice the things that they got. This is a shop and they got take a tour and, and what Etsy wants you to do. They want you to be successful. They want this to work for you because they make money. All they do is own the platform. They don't own the product. So they will guide you through. And I don't know if my wife even messed with any of this stuff. Or they just went in there and hacked their way around. I'm going to guess it's the latter. 
but I don't know that. Uh, but I'm on her store now because she gave me the login. I can do that. So, um, so let's go over here and look at the listings. I think they got a couple of things they listed. And I think if I remember right, they bought stuff at yard sales and just for the fun of it, threw them up there. And we've sold and shipped stuff. And with a high profit margin, I can say that. But I'm going to just show you, I want to put something for sale. So uh, the first thing you notice here to add a photo, and I hope I'm not talking down to anyone, but I just want to show if you haven't seen this, this is how all of these sites work is, is pretty straightforward. I'm going to add a photo of something I want to sell. So I took this just before we got started. We made a dartboard for actually we didn't make a dartboard. We have a dartboard for our basement, the man cave. And we made this wood background to keep <laughs> theoretically to keep holes from being in the sheetrock. Uh, so it's just uh, it's a wood background for a dartboard. So there's my thumbnail and I could put other photos up here if I wanted to. I could put a video up here. And so I'm going to say I can go down here and say dart. Uh, dart board background. I don't know what you call this. So, um, so who made it? I did. What is it? It's a finished product. And when did you make it? I'm going to make it to order. If you order one of these, uh, we're going to ship it and your color and your size. How about that? So I'm going now under the categories. I'm going to put it's a game room activity. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to choose the primary color is, is brown. Most of these things I don't really care about because, but you can see I, if it's a holiday item, occasional item, uh, renewal, do I want to, um, I don't even know what this means. I want to keep the listing going. I think the listing costs 20 cents. And so a physical, um, or digital product, it's a physical product that we're going to ship. And I'm going to say, um, it's a, Dartboard base, so you do not put holes in your sheetrock. Like that. Um, and fortunately, Etsy has uh, typo corrections. Uh, so, uh, all right. So anyway, so I, I'm doing all this. I can put tags on it. You can see I can put the materials on it that it's wood. I want to price it. Uh, let's just put it throw a price up here of 25 bucks. I've got a quantity of oh heck, unlimited. I'll make you these all day long. Right. So um, I so I can do personalizations. But what we want to do is let's just publish it. Uh, fill out the required fields in order. To so I haven't yet. Apparently you have to fill out all these other fields. They're a little. They wanted to make sure. So let's do this as save as draft because obviously I don't want to do that. All it's not going to let me save it as a draft. But oh, shipping price. I got to do the shipping. That's right. I forgot to tell you that the nice thing about this is it does the shipping for you. Calculate them for me. Uh, origin zip code. This is all I need to do. Processing time. I will ship it within one to three days. United States. Six mail classes. Um, I'm going to save it. I don't know what that does for me. So apparently I'm not there yet. No, I don't want free shipping. All right. So I got to put so many pounds. Let's put 10 pounds and let's say it's uh, 18 by 24 by 1. I'm sure, that's not the case. So, so it's telling me a little bit about shipping. Now, I don't know if it's going to let me save it. Um, 
but no, it's not. But I'm going to leave that there. <laughs> okay. But you see, really, all I have to do is fill out these forms. And I won't, I mean, probably if you haven't used this, what you're going to be doing is taking like 30 minutes to fill this out, get the pictures you want, get things set up the way you want to do. But that's 30 minutes opposed to three months, which is I typically see in these kind of things. Let me jump over here and do another one on Fiverr. So another site. Uh, and this is a site I've played with a little bit. Um, you see, I've made a whole $88 in here. I don't particularly, it's not my favorite site for doing things because we can make a lot more at our store. But it, you know, showing people stuff, I decided to play with it. So if you go to Fiverr and, and just, if you want to buy any service, and this is great for services or consulting, uh, especially small consulting. So you can buy voice animation, writing, digital marketing, all kinds of things. There was one on here that uh, my sons and I were laughing at. There's a guy with long hair, looks like Jesus. And he had this thing he would sell you for uh, $15. He would record a video message as Jesus for you and uh, for $15. And he had lots of buyers. Uh, so uh, I, I don't know where he is, so I won't bother trying to look him back up. But all kinds of things from logical to just nuts. Uh, that's on here on Fiverr. So again, this is service oriented activities. Uh, so you see in here things like uh, I will fix an issue with your websites. I So technical stuff. I will write resumes for you. I will do editing of documents for you. So I'm going to put something up here. So I say switch to selling. I've got a couple of gigs that I've played with up here, but I'm going to just um, you can create a new gig. That's what he calls it and say, I will. Um, so let's pick a category. Let's pick um, business. Let's say I will be a data entry person. Now let's say I'll be a virtual assistant. All right. So I'm going to do your research for you. All right. So and, and so we got things like choosing a language. Uh, so in this case, I don't know if it will let me type, but. Yeah, you got to actually scroll down and find English. And then I can pick an industry, you know, that um, that maybe I'm a specialization in. So maybe I am into the uh, animals and pets. Maybe I like used to work at a pet store and know something about that. So I can put a tag in here of pets. And I save and continue. Oh, I got to type something. And it just says you what it wants you to do is I will. And I say I will um, do pet product research. Save you time. How about that? Okay, simple thing. And that's really what they're looking for. Something simple, something uh, complete. Oh, they don't like periods. This drove me batty the first time I did it because they don't like they, uh, <laughs> nothing's supposed to be grammatically correct. All right. So there's my offer. And so I can add, add extra services here and then I can create basically what they try to do is get you to create three different offerings. This looks a little complicated, but let me just jump off of this and show you one that we did. Um, so this is the one I was playing with. Let me go click and show you what it looks like once you edit it and it makes more sense. So I said, I will. So a lot of people come to me for career advice, for helping them find jobs. I will guide you to find a job you love and uh, make more money. 
So you see, basically, I filled out all the same stuff that I did there. And the pricing is the chart that I was just on. I didn't bother filling it out because you see, I didn't have to type some stuff in. So there's three different packages, 75, 140, and 260. I would never do this stuff for this kind of money except to play with it. But that's this is where we are. Um, so this was experimental. So finding a path. Uh, so you see, I've, I've basically have things. I describe things differently. How many days will I deliver? And you see what Fiverr is trying to get me to do is finish filling this out so I will get more orders. You know, they're trying to help me out. And you can tell I just uh, kind of ignored them. So but um, but it, it was it was fun playing with. So you have description of services. And then we have requirements like I need the people to give me something before I can help them. Uh, and and then uh, oddly enough, I've I put this up here and I sold some. And, uh, and and so you can look at messages. People have let's see. How can I look at messages? Just not messaging. Well, anyway, so people send me messages. Oh, here's the inbox. So people send me messages. And right now there's some guy in Bangladesh that's trying to come to work in the United States that wants me to help him uh, get work here in the United States. I don't know how, you know, you're, you're reaching people all over the world doing these kind of things. So these are two of them. So two. So any of the other websites I picked uh, that were on there. So we look at Udemy. It's going to be similar. Uh, I won't bother going through that, but Udemy, Amazon, putting a, pro a product on Amazon's very pretty simple, very simple. Putting a product on, you know, if you've done anything on Craigslist, and 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 so you, you know, you might be thinking right now that this is not exactly the way to make money, right? That it doesn't really really sound right. Um, you can create your own websites, all on the cheap. So here's a website on the cheap. So this is Madison. This is Trent. So let's see, Trent's down. Yeah, Trent, the guy with the woodworking. The other part of his garage is her workout equipment because she's like a workout nut. And she, uh, so she was, so they were talking to me early on during the COVID times. And she wanted, let's see where it is. She wanted to create a, um, a, a book or ebook on, how to eat right, fuel up the machine is what they call it, how to eat right for working up. So they're selling selling this book. Um, but this website that she is on is on Wix.com. So even though she's got a real website, this cost her, I don't know what Wix costs, but it's very cheap. And maybe there's free options. I forget what it is, but you can get started for free. So Wix.com and, uh, you know, so it's not your high power, heavy duty website, uh, but it allows her to get out there. And right now she's developing a clothing line the, of for sports clothing, things like that for workout clothing, I guess, for women, if I had to guess. Uh, so she's selling product and she's doing this. And it was all, again, a part of the experiment of the COVID times. Uh, for her to do this kind of thing. I think she's also doing consulting, but that's not so much over the web, although it could be. All right. <clears throat> so let's jump over here and say if we can make this guy work. All right. So think about this on step four. I want you to think about action. Um, I, somebody I remember a long time told me this action TNT. He had it written on his wall. Stands for action. I, I had to ask. Stands for action today, not tomorrow. Uh, because most of us, what we do is we sit here and think about things. 
and some other jokers over there throwing something up on Etsy or putting a product together. Uh, my daughter, I was showing earlier, she will put a product together and her, her stuff is more complicated, but she will do stuff very quickly and get it out there and try stuff. Some of it doesn't work. Some of it does, but you don't know until you put it out there. And it's so easy um, these days to put products out there on the market. So starting small, that's fine. You know, it's just a thing of just starting. Um, people make real money on these sites. People are always asking me, do you, do they make any money? So this is on Fiverr, there's just some examples. So this guy had written me, says I'm by no means the highest, but I've been very satisfied. It took about four months to get some traction, but I have lots of months to raise between 1500 and 2,500. Now he, he has a shop that does what he does, sells on Fiverr. He has a local office. And so Fiverr is supplemental income for what he does locally. So he's made, but his Fiverr revenue here on, on many months, he doesn't say all is this. And he's, just, he's not a, as he says, he's not the highest earner on Fiverr. So there's people on Fiverr making, I realize it's supposed to be a $5 thing, but there's people making a lot of money. Uh, the top earners on Fiverr are uh, the, what I've researched anyway, making about $50,000 a month in revenue from Fiverr. Uh, here's an example of an Etsy. Again, this is not the top Etsy store, but they're showing this is a gold swan and I'm assuming they're still there, but there's a whole list of Etsy stores that uh, I saw and what they were making. Uh, this source store has been up for a little while and uh, you see they have 400,000 plus sales and averaging 130 days in sales. So they're shipping, I'm guessing jewelry supplies because it's what it says. I'm not sure what a jewelry supply is, but that's what they sell. We could go check them out. Uh, so this is a first step, by the way, on Udemy, I know there's people that are well into a million dollars on Udemy and there's people making, you know, um, well, there's probably some people making nothing, but probably, uh, a couple hundred dollars a month. Uh, so, and people that are growing things in that order. All right. So this is a first step. So as, as you get going, I can just kind of want to show you a lot of, People will laugh at these starts, but uh, Deborah is one that kind of started really slow and just showing some of the things that she's done um, is I, I find one thing about entrepreneurs is once you start doing stuff, you keep experimenting. Deborah is a resume person. That's when I first met her. She wanted to get a resume business going because people kept asking her to write resumes. She had a full time job. And so she started this website called the Virtual Resume Coach. I think this is like a Wix.com. I don't think this is a big giant website. I think it's a very simple one. Um, but I remember within, um, I was working with her. She created this little thing to help people do websites and it was good. She was making a little money, had her day job. And I think it was about three months later, she was like, I got to quit my day job because this is so busy. And she started making more money doing this. But she's not quite the person who just likes to hang out. She kind of quit doing this. I think I don't think she's doing it anymore. What she's big into is pugs. So if you're a pug person, you uh, you might can relate to her. She's uh, she built uh, or made this product uh, called the pug trough or the fluff trough. I think is what it's called. So that's her website. Again, this website is a Shopify site. Again, it's like filling out Facebook. It's very similar to what I've shown you. There's no coding involved. This site does cost about $25 a month. So she's spending some money, but it makes, whoops, it makes her store 
I was supposed to go here. It makes her store really easy. Fluff trough, fluff trough. So you can see that she's got that. That's her front page. She's got these uh, customers that have bought product from her. This gives your dog better posture, less mess, better digestion. Well, I don't even get this at all. Why do I need this? But she is a pet person. So, um, so we think about the shop. Here's what she's got. You know, she she made, she designed and made and had this product made. And she's showing her shipping, shipping them all to her house. So she's got all this fancy stuff. Now, all the fancy stuff you see going on here is not is is Shopify doing this for her. Uh, so she just uploads pictures and Shopify does the work. Uh, so she's got these products. And so if you're looking for a specialized dog product, um, then, uh, then there's her dog, whose name is Pork Chop, who is the, her inspiration for this entire business. And I guess it's making her money. Oh, there, there's a picture of her unloading the uh, the products coming to her house. So, yeah, a little bit of an operation. So, <clears throat> but she's grown into this as she keeps doing things. And this is, a, you know, this is obviously a different kind of business uh, because she's actually manufacturing now. So, the cool thing, though, is just getting started gets you somewhere. So um, most of you showed up today, at least the people I talked to that were showing up today, because you wanted to make money online. I know a lot of people want to make money online in the future. Uh, sometimes people want to make money online because they want to quit their day job. Uh, but, you know, whatever your motivations were for doing this. So extra income, doing something fun. And so the question here is, what's holding you back? What's going on today that's keeping you from doing something? What I want to do is to show you to get something to do to get started. Um, so I'm going to just open up, see, ask, uh, ask our friends over here at the library, if I can get this crazy thing pulled away. Actually, I don't even need to do that. What I need to do is go do this like I promised you I would do. Um, Okay. Do we have any questions or anything we need to address? I don't know if Bryce, you're still with us or not. Or yeah, I am. Uh, let's see. I think Octavia had a question. Um, consulting seems less responsive to online platforms. Is it my imagination? Consulting seems less responsive. Um, I would say things like Fiverr and uh, Upwork. I don't know if you're familiar with Upwork. Um, I did not show Upwork today. It's a little heavier lift. Uh, but I, I have friends of mine that are consultants. Um, and I guess it depends a little bit on what we talk about, about consultants. But they make their entire living on Upwork. Uh, so I would probably need a little more context. But I would think there is a way to do that. Okay. Um, if people want to ask questions, they just put them in the comments and Dr. Callahan answer them. And I would like you to address something because I've heard you go over it before. Um, and someone just put it in there. Um, talk about business licensing. I, I remember that we hosted you at the library and you discussed that, um, that you you know might not actually need a business license to start. And a lot of people are um, assuming that they have to have one to start a business. 
Yeah, we don't have our business online business has no business license. Now, I live in the city of Hoover and you're in Hoover. So probably tomorrow I will get a letter saying I should have a business license. <laughs> but but uh, uh, the uh, if you go and ask for a business license, they will be happy to sell you one uh, for for anything. But generally the online businesses, most people don't. Uh, what you're finding the business license are geared toward is is uh, storefronts. Generally, that's where the, the heavy business license activity happens. Um, so my, if I was to start something tomorrow, I wouldn't worry about it. Um, for instance, we have a real estate business that we own real estate in different cities. Um, and, and, and I'm not suggesting you skip out on license you owe because this, this is the way it happens. Uh, we didn't have a business license in the city and they sent us an email and they, they didn't send us an email. They sent us a mail and said, um, Hey, you don't have a business license for the property you own in the city and you didn't have one last year. And here's your penalty. I think my penalty was $10 and please fill up for this business license. And we did, we filled out the form, got the business license and every year they, we, we mail them money and they're happy. Um, so, uh, you know, there's some people there depending on what you're going to do, but again, that was a physical presence business. And usually when I'm finding the cities and the counties and the states, but usually it's the cities, it's physical presence. Okay. All right. What, do you, what are your thoughts on actually spending money on marketing as far as Facebook? I know I think most people are um, more open to spending money on Facebook as far as marketing as opposed to Twitter. Um, I'm not so sure about Instagram. I don't know. You know, I think there's uh, a setup where you can do it that way. But what are your thoughts on on that? I like spending on on Facebook. Facebook is a um, it's easy, and, and Mark Zuckerberg needs more money, so it's a it's a mercy ministry. Um, the um, and and really in Facebook and Twitter and any of those other platforms, the only way you're going to get seen as a business is spend money that their algorithms are set up. So you, you might get a little bit of traffic like the scrunchy, um, the scrunchy. He did not do a Facebook ad. Had he done a Facebook ad, he would have sold more product and he knows that. And he probably will do a Facebook. He just sold it to people he knew on his Facebook channel. And if we all been on Facebook, we know that we, that only a certain person, you know, I, I post something and only a certain percentage of people see it. So if I if I'm going to spend money, generally Facebook is the easiest place. It's easy to set up an ad. Um, it's uh, you can put a limit of hey, I'm not going to spend more than five dollars a day on the ad. So it's it's a uh, it's I would say it's a no brainer, but it's simple. Google ads are a little more challenging uh, to do, uh, and and but those kind of ads I think are if I, if I'm going to advertise, that's where I'm going to be. The, now, the nice thing about being on a Fiverr or Udemy or something like that is you don't really have to advertise. They're doing it for you. And you can, and what I didn't show you, you can be on, a, um, what the heck, what, which one we were on? Etsy. I know on Etsy, you can buy ads internal to Etsy and you can buy ads internal. So you can buy ads inside the platform. Okay, we have a question that came in. What's the best way to make money with a podcast? 
what's the best way to make money with a podcast? Well, this is great because I know I see Cassidy is on here. She can't really answer, but she that's what she is after. So I'll tell you what she tells me. Now, I have a podcast, but my podcast is not a revenue generating podcast. By, well, it just hasn't ever started to do that. Um, the um, What Cassidy does is she sells ad space. So for a small podcast that's growing, uh, is is selling ad space. So she's in the Shakespeare business. So um, she is, and I forget who she was selling ads to, but it was somebody that was related to Shakespeare historian, and they were selling products or books in that space, and they were giving her advertisement, and so they just paid a regular thing. Once you get a lot of traffic, and it's a lot easier. You if you listen to podcasts, a lot of people. Um, and I, I do this some on mine is I mention products. So if I say, Hey, uh, go to my website um, and, and or, or go to this website and order something and you can type Dell and get a discount. And by that, what happens? So if I go to, so if I send them to your website, Bryce, you know, and say, and, and me and you've got a deal, what's kind of an affiliate deal. Then when they type Bryce, you send me money you send me 50% or you send me $10 or whatever. Uh, and so that's uh we see a lot of people with, that's not true of just podcasts, but that's true of websites. And so if I look at some of you may be familiar with Pat Flynn, smart passive income, who is a popular business podcast. Most of his money is made from just doing exactly what I just said. Uh, we have another question, but you just hit on something. I just would like you to spoil a little bit. Um, longer is the affiliate i think you can be affiliate even for amazon can you not correct you can be affiliate for amazon now amazon has changed their rules if um if you are selling for instance if you have a blog or if you're even posting on facebook i think you could do this and you're a big reader or whatever it is on amazon and you um post you can you can get an affiliate link which means if I click on your link and go to Amazon and you now get money, even if I don't buy your product, if I click over and buy something else like, you know, tennis shoes uh, and do that. So, uh, so a friend of mine, he has a blog and he's this guy that he's one of these guys that blogs about anything. And he was fixing his dishwasher. His dishwasher was leaking and he had to buy this part for the dishwasher and he found the best part on Amazon. So he wrote a blog post on how to fix this dishwasher problem and put the link to this. And it was like a $40 part, I think. And so he was telling me, I was, I'm making money. I got a lot of traffic because it's a interesting blog post because a lot of people had this problem with this type of dishwasher and Amazon sending me money for me sending them to buy their product. So a lot of companies, especially online companies, uh, even small online companies have affiliate uh, re relationships. We sell on our. Um, so so my, my point being, look everywhere. If you're buying products and services and you like something from somebody, ask, ask them if they have an affiliate. We sell on our homeschool product site. Uh, we have a link to uh, a girl in California who has a business who does ACT, SAT prep. And so every time we send somebody over there and go, she mails us a check or she actually mails us a check once a month, but she mails us a check for all the sales that we get. 
Okay, we had another question. If I don't want to use my name on Fiverr, Etsy, and use a fun name, do I need to do anything official, trademark, or register the business name? I would not, I would think you're overthinking that. Um, for beginners, trade trademark is expensive. And I trademark something only if there's, if there's a lot of revenue involved. So I, I wouldn't, I mean, obviously you're going to, if you go into Fiverr and you create a fun name, uh, like, you know, if I was going to do resumes for people, I'm gonna call it Mr. Resume Guy. On the back end, you do have to give your legal name and all because they're going to pay you and you actually fill out a form online that's the IRS 1099. So when, when they pay you, you need to report it on your taxes. And most of these platforms are the same way. So you, it, whatever you call yourself in public, that's fine. Uh, but uh, you don't really need a business either uh, because you could just do it under your own name. Your own name, they'll need your social security number because it is illegal. Um, I mean, they are filing taxes and tracking that. Um, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't worry about the business name um, because I don't think that's because that, that's, uh, I think of what you're saying. I wouldn't worry about a trademark from the business name because I don't think that's really a big issue. If you start selling thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of product, then you think about that. Let's, that's one place I see people waste a lot of money is they go get all these business license. They go get all these uh, LLCs. They do trademarks. Some of them do patents before they've sold a product. Um, there's places for that if you're doing a venture capital business, but that's, that's a whole different animal. Okay. What do you think is email marketing still um, a strong medium or a venue to get your message out? Are you, do you still think catching people's emails and be able to being in their inbox to promote something still a valid way to, to sell? It's number one. It's no, it's your number one goal. If you're going to do that, that's why Fiverr, Udemy and all these things, are really really finicky if you start putting your email on there to people because they control the traffic so if you if you have a if i was offering resume services on fiverr and it was starting to be successful i would want to find ways to drive them to my own website without violating fiverr's policy because i need their i need their emails uh, that's the number i mean all these things above when people do facebook ads uh the the goal so, so a lot of businesses what they'll do in facebook is uh and we all see this if you have if you have a facebook account you've done this you see this cool little ad that, that uh sally's giving away some special recipe she's giving it away for free and you go over there and you got to put in your email and you get the recipe the reason she spent money on that ad was to get your email because Facebook isn't a great place to sell things directly. People aren't usually going to click on something and spend money, but it is a great place to what we call developing a relationship with a customer. You do that, you get their email. So it's, it's, it's still number one. It's better than texting. It's better than, um, you know, it's, it's better than Facebook. Uh, any of those other things, email is killer. We didn't talk about that today, but that is obviously some, that's kind of your next step. 
And you can create a free account on um, AWeber and the other one's called, um, I forgot the, I, I think you've suggested it before and I can't recall the name, but a lot of those email uh, services are free if you just hit below a certain number, correct? Yeah, yeah, there's uh, AWeber and yeah, yeah, you made me forget the other one too, but there, there's there's another one that's very popular. That's So if you look at, you know, email services. MailChimp. Uh, MailChimp, yeah. So, so a friend of mine. Your daughter is on task, right? Okay, awesome. Mailchimp is yeah. free. Mailchimp is free up to a number of users. So, a friend of mine is kind of in that dilemma. Uh, he's, I think, up to a thousand emails. I may have that number wrong, but you know, you and you can only send so many emails out. Once your list, the people that you've got their email, once it gets bigger, you start paying for it. But that's okay. Um, it's still relatively inexpensive. And I think what Cassidy uses for, she doesn't use any one of them. She is one that's, I'm going to guess it's 70 bucks a month. It's a little more expensive. MailChimp, I think to start at might be $20 a month, but that's once you hit a thousand, you know, so once you're, once you're emailing people enough, because in, in business, the whole key is developing relationships with people and they, you, you're not just spamming people. You're sending emails they want to think about. Um, we all get emails that we just hit delete on, and and that's that's kind of spam. Um, but we also all get emails, and I think about this for for what it is for you. Whose Facebook messages? Whose email messages? When you see them, do you open them, and you're kind of glad to see them because you're what have they got on sale this day? You know, I want to see what they're selling me. That's who you want to be. You want to be, you want the people on your email list that like what you're selling, that like the things that you're doing to serve them and they're going to buy from you. And so email is absolutely number one. Cassidy's saying on here, convert kit. She pays $29 a month. So I was wrong. <laughs> Once again, she's correcting me. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've had, um, been on people's email list and there's been a few that email every day and um I, before i knew it i was invested with this person and i you know i, I didn't have i didn't know this person but i had a relationship with them and so um and, you know i think that's one of the things that you teach is you know business is about relationships and forming that relationship and email is a good way to do that um so would you suggest if people are dead set on creating a website, would they Wix would be the best choice, or are you do you think WordPress is too complicated when people first start out, or what is your if if you want a website and it's not a store, like if you're looking for a store where you're going to click and buy something, I tend to like Shopify. Now the downside of Shop Shopify is number one. Matter of fact, is a stock. It's a great stock to buy too because they're they're a large company. But Shopify, the downside is you're going to get a you're going to get a URL. You're going to get a mycompany.com, and you have to drive the traffic to it. Uh, if you get a Wix, you have to drive the traffic to it. Uh, I like Shopify though for products because it has a really great storefront. It it does the transactions for you. It takes care of the money. Uh, and they, uh, so it, it does a really great job. We actually used to use a, a Shopify type tool in our business and it was, it was a good tool. We uh, just decided for other reasons to get out of it. The, um, the Wix, a lot of people do Wix, but people tend to 
outgrow Wix very quickly. The, uh, the number one is WordPress. So if you look at a lot of the stores out there, um, we use WordPress, but if I was just selling and shipping product, all, uh, I would not use WordPress. Shopify would be the way to go. It's just so much easier. It's actually cheaper, um, than, than what we're using. Um, but what, but businesses get more complicated. And, and by the way, that's, that's the way it always is. You're always growing. You know, when I say take action TNT, once you start selling something, some people, you know, there, there's the person that calls me and they're disappointed because they only made $8 last month. And well, this is not even worth my time. They don't, you know, you got to start somewhere. Then there's the other person who calls me and they made $8 last month. And they're like, somebody actually bought something I made. This is awesome. You know, and so it's it clicks something. So I, I know a guy like that, and he he got an order, and that that was it. He was off and running. That was the only encouragement he needed to build his business, and now he's got a big giant business. Uh, so you just that's how things work, right? You you start slow, get out there and do something. One of the things that, that stuck with me from one of your classes, and if you could just talk about it just for a little while is I think uh, your homeschooling product, you had mentioned during one of your classes, when you first started, it wasn't like a fancy booklet. Uh, I think it was just, you know, more of a, it didn't have like a polished look to it. You had just created a product and, um, you know, people were buying the product, not the, the glossy image, or they didn't have to spend a lot of money creating like a booklet. Um, I think maybe you Xerox the pages on your first product, if I remember correctly. And I think people sometimes think they have to have are competing with some kind of, uh, you know, um, ideal of some kind of, um, you know, product that's finely tuned or, or finely made um, when they first start out doing, you know, like informational products. Yes. Well, yeah, I, I can do better. Let me uh, let me show you. We actually have a post. I don't. It may have been a um, podcast episode that we did this. I am not sure. I am sharing the screen. So uh, this is a uh, on my site. This is delcallahan.com slash one seventy one. Our our ugly startup story. It's not glamorous. So so we did this. So this just to give you a case. We were selling DVDs. This little product I'm showing on the screen right here is how it shipped. So we would take these DVD cases. We bought them at Sam's. The DVDs were bought at Sam's and we bought a, a little DVD printer. It was a painful process for us uh, or for me. Uh, I, I was the guy, by the way, that said I, I used to get a text message that we sold something and I would say, we sold something. We got to ship it. I was that guy that was like, this isn't worth my time. And my wife was like, somebody's just sent you money and you're fussing about it. Uh, so <laughs> I was that guy. So I understand it. So, uh, but this is what it looked like, you know? So when we first started and I don't know if we have pictures now, uh, no, we, yeah, there's our first website. We took the website. We basically found somebody else's website, took their words off of it. I mean, it's not stealing. It was just using their template because we were too lazy and, to create one of our own. So, so this is where we started. And um, let's see if we got pictures of the, that. We don't, well, if you go to our website now, you know, the, the, everything is packaged. As a matter of fact, a publisher has taken it over. Everything looks much better. Um, 
But the problem is if we would have tried to make this product right here look as fancy as, as it looks today or is nice and packaged and shrink wrapped and all that fancy stuff, we would have been forever um, getting it done because, you know, we would have been looking at a, let's, let's see if I can show you what it looks like. So if I can actually get to one of these that actually, well, that's not going to be it. So if we look at a shrink, well, we don't sell the, we actually don't even sell the DVDs anymore. So, uh, you know, it's a new world. Let's see if we still have some DVDs. The publisher does on this one, though, and we can see. Um, let's see, do we? I guess I'm telling. You. No, it's embedded in the site, but we sell DVDs. The publisher packages them. Uh, the, everything looks much nicer, and we, you know, as graphic artists, are doing it. But had we started there, we would still be designing the graphic art. It would just. I mean, that's just the way it is. I have seen people spend six months doing a logo. I'm like, what are you doing? You know, you're, 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 you know, the key is in business. If you watch Shark Tank, Shark Tank is a really good example. When those, when these guys get up there and pitch their ideas, sometimes they've made money. Sometimes they're really brand new ideas. Is the question they always ask is, how much have you sold? And that's the key. Is start selling something. And uh, and the quote I always love is uh, by the Reed Hoffman, I think his name, by the founder of LinkedIn that says the comment, if you're not embarrassed by your first products, you waited too late to start. That's a paraphrase, but that, I think that's a, at least I like it because that fits me because, you know, we're embarrassed. Where we used to be embarrassed, I decided to start showing it off. You know, all that stuff is, we still have some of that stuff hidden back there in the back rooms and, uh, you know what? And it, when you show people a finished product, it's it looks it's, it's just like I don't use I don't use examples anymore of or I try not to use examples of clients I have that are making millions because it just seems like such a leap for the average Joe out there. It says, well, that's that's impossible for me. But to get somebody making you know, 2,500 a month. But even that one's pretty big for a lot of people. You know, so, so that's why we're talking now. Let's just start making money roll in. Because if you can make money roll in doing something, if you can get money rolling in, then you just do more of it and you, and you get creative and you learn to do things and you can increase it. That's what business is. It's just once you've got real customers, once you've got people paying you, then you got people listening to you and you got more importantly, you got people that you can listen to. So the key is just to start and just to learn and to grow and not expect to have a really polished presence or even a polished product when you first start. Well, unless you're selling on Etsy and you want it to look nice, but a lot, a lot of the stuff is, you know, some of the informational stuff. I know, um, a guy that sells a marketing or an email marketing newsletter for, I think it's a hundred dollars a pop. And all he does is Xerox the sheets, staple them together and people pay him because he's an expert in that niche and they want the information. They don't care how it's delivered. They just want the information. Um, let's see. We have a couple of more minutes. Is there any, anybody want to ask Dr. Callahan any more questions um, about businesses or, uh, any type of um, 
marketing. Let's see. Okay, well, Dr. Callahan, um, we really appreciate you taking your time out and uh, sharing. We had a good turnout tonight. I wanted to make sure that people had a way to contact you and to visit your website. If you could put that back on the screen for people. Yes. Uh, once again, I forgot to do it. Let me do that. Um, let me hunt that back down. It is somewhere embedded in here. All right. <clears throat> nope, that is not it. Uh, well, I do know just if you just Google Dr. Dale Callahan, the company of one, that you will um, bring up your podcast. And I'd like to encourage people that are tonight. Um, he's got a great podcast. Um, yeah, that's the, probably the best way to. Yeah, my uh, I've shut down my PowerPoint and now okay. everything's all confused. But yeah, that's the. Uh, that's the uh, if you just Google my name, you should be able to find our, you know, my my webinar site and everything. So uh, there were a couple of more questions. How do you drive people to your website? I'm going to take that's just a generic um, from anybody's website. Um, the and that, that is the trouble. That is your trouble. That is marketing. Uh, so. I mean, I wouldn't be. I would be very just looking at where things are today. You know, there's a bazillion websites out there. You're, you're basically sitting out there in a la la land and, and not going to be found. There's people to do SEO traffic keywords, that kind of stuff helps talking about your product a lot. So using the words, describing your product, thinking about what it is a person would search in Google for and using those words, right? You know, like if I'm selling, watches let's say i'm selling selling apple watches on my site and so i've got a simple site i'm selling apple watches then i want i don't want to get fancy and call them timepieces you know i want to say apple watches and i want to and then say it a lot on the site uh and of course there's a billion other sites that are saying apple watches so you you want to do some common sense stuff but then you just think about good old networking you know just getting your friends asking them to share it on Facebook. I mean, you can go do Facebook ads um, and, and that's a great way to start too. But I like starting it free. And let's just see if I can't get some people to come to my site, uh, check it out, give me feedback, sign up on my email list. And it's always good, you know, like uh, Casty is using um, ConvertKit, but, you know, using one of these mail things. And so there's, and we all seen it, you go to a website, they're going to give us something for free in exchange for our email. If you create a site, it can be slow. It can, you know, grow slow. Um, the, the old thing that we see. And so what you will find Cassidy doing is you constantly put out content. And this is the very popular process is every week, maybe every day you're sharing content with people. And so you're putting out a blog post, putting out something, putting out photos, whatever it is. Google likes that. And, and it, it keeps your, your site fresh and cre keeps things going. Uh, so that's a good way to do it. But the days of you create a website and then suddenly you get a, 
whole bunch of people showing up. That just doesn't happen that way anymore. It's a, it can be a slow grow. So be patient and be consistent. The, uh, my, my friends that are, um, kind of in the web business experts, they would say, if you're out there blogging or podcasting consistently, which means you get a schedule every Wednesday at two, your blog or your podcast or your YouTube video or whatever you're doing goes out consistently and you're talking about something in your space, your domain, then it takes about two years to start to get traction. And a lot of people hear that and they're like, I'm out. <laughs> and uh, Or you get in about 18 months and I'm out. And it may not be two years. It may be longer for your stuff. It may be a little bit shorter. But if you look at go go look at any YouTube channel that's really popular and you're thinking, wow, these guys are doing some awesome stuff. And that's intimidating because they got good cameras and they got stuff like that. And we feel like we got to do that. But no, go back and look at their early stuff. They were filming with their iPhone, you know, they and, and they but they, they were consistent. Their stuff got better and better and better over time. And this is true of all of them. Some of them actually go back on the YouTubers. I know they go back and make fun of their early stuff. I was listening to a podcaster the other day and she was making fun of her early. She was playing some of her first episodes and how embarrassed she was in them. But she kept showing up day after day after day. Okay, and uh, let's see, Connor, can you post his website? Your assistant, um, Casty, posted um, in your chat. It's uh, the URL, and it's www.dalecallahan.com. Um, and so we really appreciate you spending time with us, Dr. Callahan. Uh, the, the website that I just... Um, um, said it's a way that you can reach Dr. Callahan if you have any questions um, and hopefully um, we can have him back here soon. I think um, these virtual programs are going to be the way that we uh, sort of reach people now until we get the other figured out. And I just want to remind people that next Tuesday we're having another one, financial planning in the midst of a crisis. And that's going to start at the same time at 6.30. And we're going to send out some links for those uh, this weekend. But again, thank you, Dr. Callahan. That was a great program, and we really appreciate it. And we appreciate everyone logging in and um, spending some time with us. Okay? Yeah. Thanks.